0: Uh, down for at Swamp Up, San Diego, 2022, and with me, my very special friend, one of the best of our own, Eyal, Head of Ecosystem, Ecosystem Engineering. Engineering, and so you, first of all, you watched the keynote, and then you saw Evgeny, that was right here all of them speaking about how important the Ecosystem Engineering is for JFrog. And the man and the Ecosystem Engineering is right here with us. And uh, I would like to ask Yael about uh, a a little bit more details about the announcement that we heard in the keynote today, namely the Frogbot and the Docker desktop extension.
1: Yeah, right. So we uh, have been putting a lot of focus uh, recently, and this is something that is going to, effort that's going to continue around shifting left, providing tools for developers to make sure their software is secure. Because we think that you know shifting left, um, I mean, I, I don't need to talk about shifting left and, and the importance uh, of it, and, but we also want to make this fun. I mean, we, we don't want to provide tools that will just be there. We want to make sure that developers are enjoying to use these tools. So Frogbot, for example, is a fun git bot so you install it on your git repository no matter uh, all of the major uh, or popular uh, git vendors are supported and once that is done every pull request gets scanned and starting from today frogbot will also create pull requests for you if you uh, forgot to ask it to scan or you didn't oh, trigger
0: what, what, what does it do what does it do let's take a step back so, okay so what what is the what is the purpose what do you want to do
1: so you want to make sure that your code is secure and it doesn't use vulnerable dependencies, dependencies. that's right. the code Th- that's the the goal All right. right so
0: the idea is that once you have dependencies and you declare them in what in uh, what are the languages, technologies that are supported?
1: Yeah, so all, all of the major, all the popular supported, Maven, Gradle, NPM, Go, um, uh, Python, uh, what else? NuGet, .NET Core, um, I, yeah, I so think I covered. Got, you got them all. all yeah. Right. Okay, yeah. So
0: I declared dependency in one of the dependency managers, package managers, whatever. I um, uh, committed my code, pushed it to GitHub, and then?
1: Yeah. So you created a pull request.
0: Right. Oh yeah, yeah. You right. created a
1: pull request. Um, so that's the way to push code, and then um, even before your pull request got reviewed, it is already scanned. Okay. So 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 the idea is to alert the maintainer or you about security vulnerabilities before the code gets into the repository.
0: Right before uh, the pull request getting
1: merged. Exactly. Uh,
0: okay. Got it. Uh, now. Uh, it, it works with JetFrog X-Ray behind the scenes, and this right. is how it gets scanned. Correct. Okay, and uh, I think there are more of those, like I think Dependabot is one name that is very familiar in this space. Yep. What are the differences?
1: So, so Frogbot does more than Dependabot in the sense that, you know, Dependabot practically is triggered after the pull request is merged or after the damage is done. And, and 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 it's okay. It's 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 a good thing. Uh, Frogbot, starting from today, does this also? But um, what Frogbot does is 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 he's trying to alert you before before the merge, which so is better.
0: Once, once the request is created before it's reviewed or merged you can get this information, which is obviously very, very important. Yeah, yeah. And it's also fun, right? It has yeah. like uh, GIFs and emojis and, and yeah, this, all yeah. this kind of stuff. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah.
1: Fun. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and, you know, even if, you're, if your request is clean and it's green, it also, you know, adds a thumbs up with a green uh, banner telling you nice. all is good. And uh, you can trigger it multiple times. So, okay, there are more commits that are pushed, then it will trigger it. And it will, o- it, it will only report about new vulnerabilities added by this pull request. So, if there are o- things that are already known, there's no need to report them for every pull request. If I'm already fixing stuff, then no need to report them. So, it's, it really tries to be like give you the, the, the right information, uh, what you need, and allow you to, uh, to fix it in time.
0: That's pretty awesome. OK, yeah. so that was Frogbot for you. As usual, open source, free. Just go ahead, use it, yep. and uh, be safer than before. I yep. guess. Yeah. Okay. The other thing, the Docker Desktop extension. Yep. I think we announced it at the keynote at DockerCon, but uh, and uh, we got a very, um, it got a very nice place in the DockerCon lineup of innovations. But obviously, Swamabab is another place to talk about it because this is something that your team did. Yeah. So, uh, what, what is it? Why is there,
1: what's, what's the story with the desktop extension? Yeah, so, so think about it like this. You are a developer, you are creating Docker images. It's part of your uh, development, um, uh, this is what you do. And now you have a tool that in a second scans your, your, your Docker image and tells you whether it's vulnerable or not. And you can do it, yeah, with inside Docker desktop with a nice UI. Or if you're just a command line guy, just run the command with jfrog CLI and it will scan it. Now, the, it, it goes really deep. It goes into the image, it analyzes everything, and it can find, I don't know, a specific Debian file which is buried deep inside your Docker image and let you and let you know about it and allow you to take action, um,
0: you know. And this is something that we've always been very proud that X-Ray, the server side does, all this uh, recursive scanning, but now you can actually take it to the client and that's the ultimate shift left that you mentioned, right? So yeah. you do it before you even commit anything or create a pull request, even sooner than the frog kicks in, you can have it and you, you know that, yeah, I probably shouldn't use this image and find another one instead.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, yeah, we want to empower developers. We want to make them as independent as possible we don't want them to know about issues when you know uh, the, the the code is already um, merged and committed and the CI is running. You know they can take action immediately, and you know the the the, the faster, the sooner you find issues, the, the less expensive the the fixes. So what's I mean, I, I I am I would like to know that the code that I'm creating is 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 secure. I don't want you know someone to go back to me and tell hey now create a fix and and you know I, I can tell you we're using it ever since uh, we got this released we're using it every time and uh, and 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 it's fun I mean no security vulnerabilities from the CI and you know our CI is also secured with x-ray uh, saves a lot of time and, and also fun I mean you know just and and um, you know, and so so, so basically you, you, you can choose, you can do it from the command line, from Docker desktop, from your IDE, um, yep. whenever. And
0: then you're in control and you know about the problem before actually, you know, the security fox jumping on you <laughs> and make you stop. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is cool. There is one more project that I would like to mention, probably maybe as a teaser. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know where I'm going, my favorite. Which the one, one that is most important for me, for, for from a lot of what Jeffrog is doing, and that's obviously the building for. Oh right? yeah, yeah. So building for, uh, we, we've been talking about the importance of metadata on artifacts for for years, as long as Jeffrog exists, like for yep. starting two thousand and eight. Yep. And that was always the biggest differentiator of Jeffrog from any other um, binary management tool. Right, we spoke about how important it is. We spoke about how powerful it is because you can do so many things without it. But in the end of the day, the way of expressing this metadata and the way of consuming this metadata is broader than just a dependency management, right? It starts earlier in the process and it actually goes all the way to runtime after distribution and what's not and right. what i mean by that let's say we annotated our artifacts with the best metadata out there but if this metadata is not used in runtime it actually loses some of the um, uh, of the uh, of the value and uh, we were looking for um, some kind of a standard to use in order to express all this metadata. But I guess we are we found ourselves in the position that probably maybe we should be those who actually tell the, ask the industry what they need and then guide the industry towards a standard in artifact metadata. Right. And uh, it's, it's not an easy thing to do because it should be open it should be extensible, but also, from the other side, it should be meaningful, right. not just you know pair of key value that everybody do whatever they like, exactly. but something more structured. Yep. So, it's a very tough problem to solve. And um, I wanted to ask you, if you see somewhere down the road, maybe next Swamp Up, um, how Jeffro can take the lead in breaking the ground with this. Open, extensible, but also comprehensive standard for artifact metadata.
1: Yeah, definitely. So we we um, we are starting uh, to take build info and and, and um, you know make it more visible and uh, and more accessible. And uh, the the what we started doing is uh, and, and you know and it's just build info is something that we have for for a long time and right. it's been um, like an integral part of of artifactory. Uh, our JFrog clients use it, generate it, but it's it's we wanted to take it out or or to separate the code so that it's more accessible, and this is something that we started doing. So, if you go to uh, github.com/jfrog, we will find there a project uh, named Build In for Go. Now, this Build In for Go. Uh, Gradually uh, uh, include. We are moving all the logic of build info into it, and I can tell you that right now, 80% is there. I think that, with the exception of uh, NuGet and .NET Core, everything is there, and they're going to move there too. So, you can actually take now this um, th- this uh, th- this repository, this this library, and you can. There's also an executable that we are generating for it. And you can create build info for any project. And you don't even need Artifactory for it. So, uh, so w- with JFrog CLI, which work with Artifactory and X-Ray, they, will, they also use the same code to generate the build info. They are dependent on build info go. But now that we have it separated, now it's more accessible. And now developers and others can start using this one of the uh, I think important use cases is actually creating a bill of materials for your releases. So you know now with um, with you know uh, the industry realizing that uh, software supply chain is so sensitive and so important, it is important. I mean it, it is good that you know every release includes the, the this bill of material and build info is a very good format for it. And then. <coughs> And, and you can also sign it. And then people can see exactly what the build includes. Um, and and so, so, so that's one use case. Um, I can tell you that JFrog X-Ray also uses build info in order to scan. Because if you want to tell X-Ray, scan a build, then you can s- generate build info. And then X-Ray takes the build info. It realizes exactly what the build included, because build info is is very accurate. and it Provides you feedback about about um, about the status of, of of your build, so many use cases for for build info and um, and um, yeah, I recommend everyone to go check check out this project, try running it, provide us feedback if you have any ideas. Feel free; it's an open source project. Everyone is is welcome to contribute and, and work with us. I think uh, we have
0: a naming problem both in the build info part and in Go part. It's not only build info. It's metadata about the collection of artifacts. They is. Usually, build together and this hence the name. But the idea is that it's really an information about the collection of artifacts. Then uh, the information is very uh, um, diverse and it can be anything. Uh, it uh, all, already a lot of stuff. Right. The, the fingerprinting and uh, the permissions and uh, um, how it was built, by whom, uh, who, who deployed it, right. uh, all this, all this history, uh, and obviously the Go part is just the language that the library is built on, which also not very relevant. Right. So we right. have a naming problem that we promised to solve. Yeah. And uh, what we uh, want uh, to ask you is that you really take a look at it. as I um, mentioned, now is a great time to get your feedback to um, uh, to make sure that. When it's released, it actually does the right thing for you. With that, yeah, thank you very much. It's been a a pleasure, yeah. Thank you.
1: Thank you.